How's it going, everybody? This is Alex Caceres, and you're listening to Story of the Fight. Oh, rapid. Oh, hello. So, welcome, Story <laughs> of the Fight listeners. It's another week of fights. My name is Romero. That is my boy, Will. And this what up? Is, this is a place where we talk all things combat sports, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a... Uh... And we're uh, disclaimer: we are on a new platform, uh, yes. So it's going to be a little herky jerky, I think, this episode. Ooh, herky um, jerky, huh? But you know, uh, we're going to get through it, and we're going to learn this platform, and things are going to get smoother. So thank you for bearing <laughs> bearing with us. <laughs> we appreciate yeah. the support. <laughs> we appreciate all the support. We appreciate all the the viewers. And if you want to be only a listener and not a viewer. You can find us on Spotify, Breaker, Podcast, Radio Public, Google Podcast, pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. Anchor uh, FM, I think, too, or something like that. I don't know. Everywhere. E- everywhere. everywhere. Social We're media? Everywhere. Yeah, it's at Story of the Fight on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Reddit. How, how easy is that? Same handle everywhere. It's everywhere. If you're like, you I know, can't we- find you, you're just not trying hard enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's pretty simple. Uh, it's but pretty yeah, simple. hey. You have anything new going on this week? Man, trying to learn this platform, trying to make things go smooth. You know? Yeah. <laughs> mission mission accomplished. Uh no, nothing too crazy. Just uh work and then fights. Nice, man. Nice. Uh yeah, nothing uh, nothing new going on over here. Dallas finishes baseball season. They had a baseball tournament yesterday. Hell yeah. Uh yeah, lost the first game, tournament over. So it is what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's move hey, on. <laughs> hey, sometimes you're the hammer, sometimes you're the nail. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, totally. He's learning that at an early age. All right, yeah. but uh, last night we had UFC fight night, uh, Vegas. Which, which one was this? 50... 54. 54. 54. Jan Blahowicz versus Alexander Rakic. By the way, we had um, you know, somebody comment very aggressively that very we're, aggressively. we're going to see what's going to be coming with the the, the Rockage, Alexander yeah. Rockage. Yeah, everyone's and, uh, sleeping on Rockage. Everybody's sleeping on Rockage. And you, it's pretty funny that he said everybody's sleeping on Rockage because the last Rockage fight almost put me to sleep. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of like, hey, hey, is that like a pun on words, you know? But no, I think yeah. he's just being serious. He, he sounded serious. very serious. Yes. Also, shout out uh, HLB Comer. Uh, thank you for saying that we both look very beautiful today. And. Thank you for shouting out the 700 subscribers. I think we're at like 749. My guy. As of recording. You know, My it's growing. Guy. We're growing. It's, it's growing. I, 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 you know, I want to say a week ago, two weeks ago, we we're like trying to get to 400. I think I think we started this month at like 350. So Thank it's you, growing. Yes, yes, it's growing. It's growing. But it, it's nice to have... All these folks uh, joining us and following us, really, really appreciate all the support. We love doing this. We've always said this. We're, we're, we're not going to do this for money or anything like that. More than anything, we just love talking fights. Yeah. We already Here do we this are. anyways, Will. We yeah, talk exactly. fights anyways. If people yeah. want to listen, let them listen. If they want to join in, let them join in. It's a lot of fun. Shelby Comer, the legend. You know, if anybody wants to mention anything about Super Smash Bros, and maybe Rich the Casual will hop in. I don't know. <laughs> but until then, it's just you yeah. and me talking about Jan Blahowicz. Versus Alexander Rakic. First round. Yan yes. looking pretty damn good. Yan looked pretty good. That jab looked like the glove may have caught his eyelid. Yeah, his eyelid open. Um, and uh, <laughs> H- HLV Comer says 1,000 subscribers and Will will take his shirt off. I've been putting on weight lately, man. I don't know. <laughs> thousand subscribers. Will takes his shirt it. off. Well, it takes a shirt off down to 500 subscribers. We dropped. 500. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you know, but uh, Jan looked like Jan, man. You know, it, he Dude. had a very nice like a, a jab to the body and then up with a straight it's, that he did a few right times. Here. It's this combo that, he, that Rich has in this picture right here. He would lead in with that left hand, almost like a shovel hook to the body and then mm-hmm. come over the top with the right. And it was it, it was so awkward, but it was landing every single time. It, it was almost like he was punching at the same time with both, but just slightly first with the left to the body and then the right over the top. And then Rockage was like, I'm going to throw my outside calf kicks. And Jan was like, I'm just going to keep checking these and I'm going to keep throwing them back. And Rockage was like, I'll just eat these this whole night, I guess. I'm not yep. going to check any of them. Because they were both throwing that low line calf kick a lot in that in the first round. But Jan was checking all of them 
Meanwhile, Rockage was eating all of them, and his his outside calf looked nasty by the end of the first round. That was yep. a tough, and I think ultimately contributed to what happened in the third. Hundred um, percent. But what did you have in the uh, first? Did you have first round yawn? Oh, man, it was so close, you know. And uh, while that, like I mentioned, that shot to the body and then the uh, the overhand right that came through was beautiful. Uh, there was also a very nice jab, jab straight from Rockich that he pulled yeah. a few times that seemed to be really effective. Uh, mm-hmm. But he didn't do it enough. He only did it yeah, a couple times. Really, and I know yeah. you don't want to continue going back to the well and, and using the same move over and over again because Jan is a former Tendencies. champion. He's going to adjust, and then he'll mm-hmm. counter that, right? But w- when it when he threw that, it, it actually worked. And it seemed to kind yeah. of uh, stop Jan in his tracks uh, when he would uh, just bring that pressure with the jab, jab straight. Um, but uh, the first round, I had Rockage. You did. I had Jan. Yeah. I thought it was a pretty clear round for Jan because it seemed like he hurt him a couple times. Kind yeah, of no. a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I had Rockets that first round. I, I have to go through and, and watch it again, man, because it was super late mm-hmm. when, when I watched it. Yeah. You know, uh, your boy over round. here is getting old, man. I, I have an early bedtime. <laughs> yeah. Se- second round, completely different story. Rockets takes advantage, yep. like th- right here, gets a dump, uh, and just jumped on him and kind of just controlled him, right? Nothing too crazy from the top game from Rockets, but uh, definitely... Uh, maintain top position for the whole second round i i had going into the third i had a there's not really not much to talk about in the second round honestly but um, yeah but i had a round of peace one one second yeah yeah to me i mean it, i, I could definitely see that yeah hlb comer says to me it looked like rocket overtrained and it caught up with him carrying an injury into the fight similar to connor i think he's onto something there i think it's there's there's two factors into what happened in the third round we could just talk about it now third round um they're, they're trading again, and again, Jan is throwing that outside calf kick, and he throws it once, and then and, and he's kicking the left leg of Rakic, right? Rakic's orthodox stance, eating on the outside of his left leg. He steps back onto his right to get out of range, and you can see, you can totally see the ligament snap in his knee. It was disgusting. Dude, so bad. It You could see it, him plant on it, and then buckled like it just something changed in his it was it looked so bad and he just instantly goes down Jan recognizes it mark smith recognizes it calls a fight and rockish has since said that he did uh about three months ago have the same injury um so i'm not i think so that's part of it i think hb comer's right i think there was uh a little bit of coming in injured slightly um maybe it wasn't fully healed so three and then months on top ago, of that the same injury so he says, and on top of that, though, when if if he did come in injured, right, and Jan's blasting that that left leg to the calf, and he can't put weight on it, now all of the weight is going onto that back leg in a in a way that it's not used to, yep. and if it is injured, it's just a recipe for disaster. Oh, for I sure. Mean, hate nasty. to see it. You hate, hate to, see, to it. see it. And it was a good fight up until that point. I really it was. Dude, that first round. I really liked. Mm-hmm. It was a fun first round. It was. Second round and, was cool, but <laughs> and Rockage is another one of those fighters that just seems like he has the the perfect build for that weight class. Oh, dude! When I was Lean, watching, it, you can see the speed difference, right? Like oh, yeah. the speed. You can see that Jan was having to rely on like how crafty he is, whereas Rockage is just fucking Jan was athletic. To, he had to rely on the dark arts, man. He really did. He's all talking about being Gollum and shit, trying to get his 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 belt back. Shout out Jan, dude. He he wears a Witcher necklace. I don't, you probably I don't know who that the, is. You don't know the Witcher. It's a game. It was a book, oh, okay. and then it was a game. But um, it's Polish. The the it's uh, so he's all stoked on it. He wears the the Witcher necklace. Rich knows what I'm talking about. And then uh, now he's talking about Lord of the Rings all the time and shit. There was a picture when oh, he, he had his his newborn son in a crib, and he's reading. Like the Hobbit to him or some shit. I'm like, oh, dude, sick, dude. Jan's sick, man. <laughs> he is, man. He is. No, so uh, with Jan, he was still first uh, yeah. behind Glover to share the champion, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this, hey, this is a W for Jan. I mean, yeah. At it's the end of the day, all said and done, this is a win. So you know, after Glover Teixeira fights uh, the the man dime, Yidri Prohaska. Yeah, the uh, future champ. You mean? the future champ does that mean you put yawn in there against them right away do you try to throw magomed Ankalaev into the mix and say hey yawn fight Ankalaev and see who wins between you guys what do you do um i think Ankalaev, they're rumored 
uh, he's rumored against Smith, right? For that July 30th card. Ah, uh, you might be right. Um, so I think they'll have to wait and see. Um, the, the the light heavyweight division. When I look at it now, I feel like there's be there's more separation that's being created between yeah. the elite and then the second mm-hmm. tier. You know what I mean? Where oh yeah, uh, when when you take a look at like let's say the bantamweight division and it's just killer after killer after killer. Same thing. Uh, yeah, like I, I look at it now and I'm like, okay, you have your like top four, and then the champion, and then you start creating some some pretty big separation there. Yeah, but then you also have at the at the bottom you have guys like uh, Jamal Hill, who I think it's only a matter of time. On the up right? and up for sure. Yeah, um, I just can't quite put him put him there yet, yet with. You know, yeah, Don Kaliyev's of the world. Yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, man, it, it's tough. I feel bad for Rockage, man, because he was. I mean, he looked good. He looked really good, and and he's had a tough go lately because, uh, I mean, he ducked a couple guys, right? He ducked Yidri, uh, and then it kind of came back to bite him in the ass. I mean, he, but he might have been injured. If he's talking about, I mean, this is like a recurring thing, maybe. I don't know, but. Uh, at least now that it happened in a fight, it's covered by healthcare. You yeah. Know? <laughs> the yeah. Well, well, the unless surgery. unless he says, "Hey, this was a previous injury," then I don't know. Yeah, I know. Now the UFC's like, "Wait a sec." Yeah, yeah. Coming with this? Yeah. That's on you, bro. That's on you. Yeah. And, and you know, so with dirty. the the fight against Anthony Smithman, again, not the most exciting fight. No. Uh, he wins uh, by unanimous decision against Thiago Santos. But do he? I, I feel like he or really that. came in more aggressive against Dude. Jan. Oh, and this one, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Which I appreciate. But, Thank you so much, Alexander Rockich. I, pre- I appreciate you doing that. Uh, but w- <laughs> but what did you give up for that? Everything, yeah, everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Uh, anything else on the main event? Uh, not really, man. That's about it, right? I mean, stoked mm-hmm. for Jan, bum for Rockich. You don't want to see it end like that. And but, I mean, I don't you know. think uh, Rockich falls too far down on the the rankings uh, after this. No, no, I don't think so either. He, All right. I mean, they were around a piece, in my opinion. We had uh, Ryan Spann versus Ian Kutalaba before this. Dude, I love Kutalaba's, uh, like, leading up to the fight. Yeah, He's it's so great. entertaining. Dude, and I really, really like Ryan Spann, dude. Yeah, if me too. If you go back, the last, his last few fights, I've all, win or lose, man, his fights are exciting as hell. And this was no <laughs> different. This was crazy, man. This was a whirlwind. Kutalaba's fights are exciting, too. His face-offs yeah. are exciting. His weigh-ins <laughs> are exciting. He's just a character. He's just a character. Yeah, he really is, man. What What do you think of the fight? I mean, like I said, it was a fucking whirlwind. I was very, very impressed with Ryan Spann's grappling. Not just because he got a submission, but dude, off of his back. I mean, Kutalab is no joke, man. His top game is legit, like super yep. legit. And uh, Spann just, he was so good at being able to get his feet on the hips and just explode him off. Like, I mean... That's the type of shit you see like in the video game, you know? It's so hard to do in real life against a guy who's has really good top game and you're getting your feet on his hips and you're pushing him across the cage to get off of you. Like that was wild. And then back up and then he's throwing Superman punches and shit. I mean, he looks yep. very good. And I mean, ultimately, uh, Kutalaba gets caught right yeah. with the the guillotine choke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In classic Kutalaba fashion. Gets caught. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, again, I'm a big Ryan Span uh, fan as well. Uh, this puts him at 20 and seven. 27. And, uh, I mean, you look at his losses, man. Uh, I mean, he was on a, I mean, man, he, he was on such a win streak when he came into the UFC. He lost to Johnny Walker. Yeah. Lost Washington to Johnny Walker, but not just that, but, but dropped him. I mean, almost finished Johnny Walker earlier. Remember, that's what everybody was talking about. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Almost took him out. And then uh, Walker came back. And I mean, he has so much power, you know. Uh, I mean, okay. So he beats Sam Elvey, uh, but so has the, the rest of the UFC. Uh, yeah. Lost to John. Sorry, Sam Elvey. Keep on yeah. smiling. Johnny Walker. <laughs> uh, but he beats uh, Misha Shirkinov. Yeah, not a bad win. Like, that's a great win. Anytime you can beat anybody with an OV at the end of your name, yeah, you're doing some will. You're a killer, <laughs> automatically. Uh, and then he loses to Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith, mm-hmm. somebody that contended for the title. He's been a staple yep. of this division already for quite some time. Uh, mm-hmm. he's, I think he's still sitting in the top five right now. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I think he is. Yeah, he so is. no slouch. I mean, and he's about to fight Uncle Live. Yeah, yeah, and he gets a win. 
And you look at, uh, I mean, he finished Serkinov in the first round, and he finished Kutalaba in the first round. HLB Comer says, Kutalaba seems to have the brain power of a Homer Simpson, <laughs> but he is never in a boring fight. Yeah. I mean, and that's yeah, but also wrong. the entertainment of a Homer Simpson because yeah, exactly. he's so out there, you know what I mean? And you're just like, silly Kutalaba. Yeah. He's so <laughs> you angry. Know? He's so angry all the time. <laughs> I'll always remember that when he like just jumps up and yells at a uh, God, who was it? Oh, man, I know he and DC had beef. Him and DC? Yeah. DC no, said something about his wrestling and he took it super oh, personally. <laughs> against Khalil Roundtree. And oh, Khalil yeah. Roundtree like jumps back all scared and he like looks at the camera and looks at <laughs> yeah. he's like, dude, what's going on here? What just yeah. happened? But that was such a funny face off, man. But uh yeah, not much to say about that fight. I mean, it was so fast, right? I mean, they're they're it's up, it's down, it's up, it's down, and then you could tell that Span saw something in this in those takedowns even early. He saw the neck as an opportunity, missed it the first time. Kutalaba shot in the exact same way again, and then gets the neck, keeps it standing. Those standing guillotines are so gnarly, dude. Mm-hmm. They're so gnarly. That crank, and you see the guy like twisting and like, I mean, it's so gnarly. And then he just jumps full mount and then just gets the tap. Yeah, I mean, I mean, part of that is. Part of them is them trying to uh, get out, but another big mm-hmm. part of it is like the pain, man. Like just trying to find some kind of angle where it's where not it's scorching okay. pain down your yeah your neck <laughs> and your shoulders and every other spot around there. Um, but yeah, that, that's <laughs> that's all I got for that fight, man. Unless you have anything else, look at him cinch it in there. I know, and then and then he takes him Beautiful. down, and then uh, I mean, fantastic steps over him. You're not going anywhere. It was such a quick tap too. Once he stepped over, I mean, it's over. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Live to fight another day. Yeah. HLB Comer says you forgot the main event nose off. That was a let no that it was legendary. And yeah, okay, that yeah. was that was fantastic. Do we not have a picture of that face off? Uh we do not have oh, a picture. Or was of it. it a picture of it once they separated? The weird part though, HLB Comer, is not the necessarily a nose off. We've seen that before. A la Anderson Silva and I don't remember who else it was. Yeah, yeah. But uh but it was the smirk and the smile. The smirk from yeah, Rocket and the just, smile so from Yon after they separated where they had a moment and they knew it. Yeah, they did. And uh, both of them were like, don't you fucking laugh. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you, you laugh, it, it makes it awkward. <laughs> Even yeah. more awkward. Oh, yeah. Man. I, have a, right. I have a picture here. Uh, oh, perfect. I'll, I'll, uh, can you I'll put it up real quick on the uh, in this platform? Is that something you can do really quickly? Yeah. Let me just uh, get the URL. Because it, it, it is worth it. Dude, it was just so awkward. It was one of the most awkward things that I've seen in a while. H.W. Comer wanted them to kiss so much. <laughs> I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Jan was just like... <laughs> oh, dude. Rocket probably would have thrown the right hook at that point in time. And it would have turned yeah. into a massive disaster. We've seen that happen before. We've seen that happen before, and the reactions aren't always really good. So Heath Herring, uh, right? Heath Herring did it back in Pride. I think that's who it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Before that, we had uh, Davy Grant versus Luis Smolka. Listen, man, I'm a big Luis Smolka fan. Always have been. He's he's been a, a staple of r slash MMA since way back in the day. Always been a cool dude to talk to, and Davy Grant just puts on bangers every time. This okay. is this is not fight of the year, but this might be my favorite fight so far this year. From the last time we saw Smolka to now, looks like dude's been living in the gym and hasn't yeah. like shaved or gotten a haircut since his last fight. Well, dude, I mean, I feel for I feel for Smolka because he was cut for at a certain point, right at flyweight, and uh, he talked about his struggles with like addiction and stuff and like half the time he was training he was hung over and just i mean tough life uh he moves up in a weight class and i thought looked like this is the weight class he should be at yeah uh dude came in on a mission and davy grant said hold up uh check out these hooks and just that first round oh my god what a fucking round dude davy grant looked like a goddamn world beater he's throwing the left hook to the body right up top He's throwing sidekicks over and over He's, again. Like, I mean, he just looked. Everything he was doing was working, and and you could see Smoke would reset, look a little frustrated, come in and try to land his own shots, and then just get lit up, and then have to back out again. <laughs> just like, what do I do? I mean, Dude, but I the mean, thing he is was, that look, he, Grant's not the first person to throw hook hook. You know what I mean? But true. he throws everything. 
dude, he into that combo. Him. Yeah. I, dude, I'm surprised that Smolka went this long, honestly. Dude, and yeah, I mean, the first round looked like it could have been over when he dropped him with that jab. Uh, it, it looked like it could have been over. And then, dude, that second round, Smolka came in and beat the brakes off Davy Grant. Those yep. elbows, those stepping, because that's the thing. What an adjustment from Luis Smolka, because every time he comes in, Davy Grant's throwing hooks. How do you beat the hooks? Straight shots. He tried that in the first round. Did not work. What's even quicker than a straight shot? You just step in and throw your elbow up. <laughs> and he started landing those elbows. And then all of a sudden, Davy Grant's throwing labored hooks. He's beating him to the punch with those elbows. The leg kick was landing. I mean, he looked fantastic in that second round. And I was like, holy shit, did Davy Grant gas out in that first? And then... It, it, it looked a little bit in the third round yeah. like he started slowing down. And uh, then... Uh, <laughs> but it, it's natural because you know what? Smolka started lo- slowing down just a little bit too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean... I had it. I had it one and one going into the third round, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy considering how that first round went. I thought there's no way Smoker can come back from this, and then he just, I mean, so impressed with him in that second round. What a fantastic showing in his debut at this weight class, and then ultimately Davy Grant puts him away in the third. Um, I mean, Davy Grant fights like someone like uh, from like Peaky Blinders or some shit. Like this dude. Should be fighting like the 1800s, you know, <laughs> like on some boardwalk somewhere. Like he's on that poster where the, the guy. Yeah, like, you know, dude. <laughs> that's David like, Grant. I mean, he's a, I mean, certified banger. You know what I mean? For sure. <laughs> Every- and 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 you know, Grant and Smolka. When when's the last time you've watched one of their fights and thought that was a boring fight? Yeah, yeah. Win or lose. The Always an exciting put on fights. Great fights. Always yeah. exciting fights. And so you put these guys together and it's fireworks. Yeah, hundred percent. I love it. I mean, they I just. Love it. I don't know. Like I said, that's not fight of the year by any means. But, I mean, th- th- so far, that's been the fight that I've enjoyed the most, I think, this year. It was just nice. so cool. Oh, oh there, there it is. The, uh, that's a $500 picture right there. <laughs> that's oh the my, face-off. Dude, just so awkward, man. I know. So awkward. I, at what point do you think that's a good idea? Well, I don't think it was – I think it was an accident. You, if you watch it, Jan Blachowicz walks in and he's looking <laughs> – Wait, wait, wait. He's, Large file, five hundred bucks. That's what I'm saying. It's a five hundred dollar picture right there. What? <laughs> and Shelby Cover says that's a Pornhub thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you if you watch it again, as they're walking up, Rocket is like, "All right, cool, here I go." And then Jan is walking up with looking down at the feet, looking down at his feet, and then he kind of steps up and then looks up, and he doesn't. Re- I don't think he realizes like, oh, how right close. There. He- yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then they're just there, and he's like, "All right." I'm not backing down. <laughs> All right, so man. Funny, I guess we're moving back down. Hey, sometimes yeah. though, you just gotta take a step back. Sometimes you gotta take a step back. You know, life moves <laughs> fast. You know. Take a step All right. Back and... <laughs> uh, before Davy Grant and Lee Smolka, we had Caitlin Chukagian versus Amanda Hibas. Uh, surprising banger. Did you expect this to be fight of the night? No, 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 no. I did not. Okay, so Caitlin Chukagian, she is just fundamentally sound very her 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 jab is solid you're not going to coax her into a big like you know gunfight because even when she's throwing she is she's still pretty she's technical she's yeah. tight exactly mm-hmm. amanda hebus uh, a little wild <laughs> dude you know her her footwork her moving in she's she's dancing around her arms are like out here and then i mean just getting lit up the whole time just it okay. was just not working, man. <laughs> so, I, I, Amanda, he was oh, up hold on, really, class. really quick too, just to preface this, I think there was only one photographer assigned to the event, and there are no pictures of Amanda Hebus doing anything well. So all the pictures you're about to see are of Chikagian cracking her, but that does not mean it was a one-sided fight. There's just no other pictures available. No, look, Amanda Hebus came into this ready to be the aggressor and mm-hmm. you know Smothered Caitlin Kagan has the 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 range so mm-hmm. Amanda Hebus is pressuring 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 trying to nullify take away that. that range trying yeah. to take away the range but you know one <laughs> of the <laughs> one of the things that the announcers mentioned is like she mentioned Mike Tyson because Mike Tyson wasn't the biggest fighter but mm-hmm. he still got within range to do his his uh yeah. his damage you're not Mike Tyson though Amanda Hebus and so yeah. The, the way that Mike Tyson made his way in a lot of times was with this – exactly, the peekaboo, creative footwork, being able to step off to the side, 
creating yeah. angles for the, the the uppercut, you know, and coming in. Amanda Hebas did not do that. No, she, she would was continue just... coming forward. Yeah, and she's like, "Let me throw my hands around," you know, to maybe yeah. like distract her. Uh, yeah, but it 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 didn't. Uh, <laughs> <and> <laughs> it, it was just very. Uh, H.O.B. Comer says he was fights like Lisa Simpson. <laughs> man, it was it was very. I like all the Simpson references today. By the way, same. Dude. I'm not gonna lie. It's 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 weirding me out a little bit because for the past like two months, I've been falling asleep to the Simpsons every single night. So it's oh, no like shit. very fresh in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but no, uh, in the the last round, I loved, Dude. loved, loved the last seconds. minute where he was knows shit. this is a close fight. I'm just gonna throw caution in the wind, walk forward, mm-hmm. chin up, and just swing and yell at the top of my lungs. And Shikane is like, ah, loud noises, and she starts yeah. throwing hands too, like while she's Dude. screaming. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> There was a shot that like got me super hyped. It was like the last ten seconds when Chikagian started actually screaming back and throwing her shit. Because oh Chikagian's God. always been like a ha, ah, ah. but then he he just comes in. And she's like literally screaming, and Chikagian's like, "Fuck it, fight fire with fire." There was a shot of of Chikagian like legit screaming as she just cracked her with a big right hand, and I was like, "Oh my, I've never seen this side of." Chikagian. I loved it, man. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. First uh, time Chikagian's you know been sitting down on her punches. Yeah, that I can and, remember. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, she's never really coaxed into anything like that. And mm-hmm. in the last 10 minutes, she she probably knew this was a close fight. Yeah. She she didn't feel like she had in the bag. And she's like, hey, these last 20 seconds could win her the round if I don't show something myself. Yeah. If I'm just yeah. playing defense and chilling up and stepping back, it's not guaranteed. No, no. And so, like I said, the pictures, there was not one picture of their grappling. Not one. Mm. But that being said, the first round, half of it was Jakagian blasting her on the feet. And the second half of the round was, or, or the other half of the round was Hebus on uh, controlling her on the ground. Second round, kind of the same thing. One half, Jakagian's lighting her up. Second second half of it is Hebus on the ground. That being fight? said, split, I, I know a lot of people, in. yeah, a lot of people had Hebus winning this fight. I had Jakagian just because. He just wasn't able to do the damage because she's from Brazil. Because he was from Brazil, you had Chikagian. <laughs> what are we trying to do here? No, I'm just saying because <laughs> this, this is a, I'll reference back to this here down down the road, but. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I had Chikagian. She did the most damage in the fight. I mean, yeah. dude, she, her uh, hands look so pick. good. Solid pick, but mad respect to Hebus man because she yeah. went up against I think a second rank, uh, flyweight was it. And, and she, dude, she gave her everything she could handle. Yeah, I mean the tenacity. I mean the last thirty seconds, like you said, the last minute of that fight was amazing. Loved it. Turn, Loved I mean, it. he was just turned Chikate, me into a Chikagian fan. Oh, I mean that was crazy. That was crazy. Hey, and the, after they called her name, you know, and uh, she looks over at her coaches and gives him like one of the like, like the mean daps. You know what I mean? Like she was pumped, man. You could tell she she probably could have gone another round. Oh yeah, definitely. It was I a lot. Uh, what sucks is like now. I mean, what does Chikagian do? You know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she was number what one. Is, she just got to win. Does anybody in that division do? I know. All you do is just fight and collect checks. You're not going to be a champion. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. And like, no. do you even want to try again? If I'm Chikagian, it's like I'll just keep doing this. This is working yeah. well. <laughs> you know, I'll tell everybody, hey, I'm the number one ranked flyweight in the world. Not a champion, but you know, there's one person better than me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You just keep, like you said, you keep fighting, keep collecting checks. I mean, if you're Chikagian, you're in a very good position. Uh, yes. Before that, though, we had some uh, some heartbreak. Ah. Uh, you, you know what I'm talking about, but we're gonna have to cover it. Uh, we're gonna have to. We had Manuel Torres, Mexico, Mexico. Mexico versus, I, I no still though I still love Frank Camacho dude, that I, I was torn here. <laughs> am I gonna root yeah. for my fellow countryman or, you know, am I gonna root for the SOF alum? Not gonna lie, I was rooting for the SOF, SOF alum, Frank Better Camacho, be. nicest guy ever. He he is amongst top pound for pound for the NMF belt, one of the yeah, nicest guys there. ever. Yeah, sweetheart, love him. You know. Mm-hmm. 
And um, we we know that this is always a risk in any Frank Camacho fight. Dude, it's kill or be killed. Guy goes and hard. They're like, you know, he, he's training now. He, he left his island to train in California to work on his defense. And you could see it, man. He, oh, he's dude. more conscious of, of his defense. Mm -hmm. But he still has that warrior mentality in him where as soon as he gets hit, he has to respond with something himself, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, man, I was very impressed with Torres. His, uh, his hands, the way he was able to mix it up, right? Uh, like his uppercut, looked, his uppercut was, was landing. He was really mixing up well. Frank Camacho did a great job of shelling, but then he switches to the uppercut that gets under the shell, straight punches. Um, I think, I mean, this was a long time out for Camacho. A long time out. Two and years, he, I think? Yeah, he had COVID. There was that car accident that put him out like a week before the fight. It's been a long time. Um, and it did look like it maybe took a sec for him to kind of get his footing <sighs> a little bit. Also, did yeah. you notice, it seemed like a lot of guys were slipping last night. Yep. Did you yep. notice that? Manuel Torres had a big slip. Yeah, I think... Uh, it was weird. Um, but Hey, can, can we give my guy, though, a break? Who? Frank Camacho. You know, hey. Okay, ho hold on. Let me, I know, dude. Let, let me crazy. read off his last losses, okay? Yeah. We'll start off with Li Jingliang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Drew Dober. Yeah, killer. All right. Here's <laughs> Hand to Steel Jeff Neal. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Let's give him a break. Here's Benil Daryush. <laughs> yeah, Bro, dude. Bro, let's give my guy a break, man. Yeah. And then, now we got Torres in here who's clearly, clearly very good with his hands. Oh, he's a killer. Yeah, absolute killer. Mexico, Mexico. Sorry, dude. Can't do it. Sorry. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. Oh, God. The, Love Frank guy, Camacho, man. man. Was uh, he the first and, fighter we ever interviewed? He was our first fighter interview. Man. That... that and that's why it's so heartbreaking because we, he has a special place in our hearts, Will. Yeah. Uh, this is the last and, picture. The rest of the fights aren't going to have pictures, but that's okay. And uh, I hope he doesn't mind this, but we'll share this uh, where you message him, hey, respect, brother, onward, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, he replied back with, uh, uh, didn't get the result we worked for. We prepared and did our best this camp. I had fun too, though. On to the next one. God, I got to love this guy, man. I mean, dude, if you haven't seen it, go back and watch the interview because it, it, he was about to fight. He got test, he tested positive for COVID, so he was just like in an apartment in Southern California, just doing nothing, just quarantining. It was early, early days of COVID too, and early uh, days of story of the fight. Early days of story of the fight. Early days of COVID, and the guy, I mean, he did not need to even accept that interview request. I mean, <laughs> we had like what probably like. 50 subscribers if that yeah. like yeah. it does nothing for him <laughs> you know what I mean? it's not promoting him like there's no reach that we had and uh but he did it and uh it was so cool man he was just so cool in it you could tell he was just like i'm just i'm just here i'm uh i'm bored did, in here <laughs> did you not feel though like somebody <laughs> did you not feel though like you've known him forever do you not make you feel that way oh yeah 100 percent. the guy's the guy is the most like inviting nice dude super cool super chill we finished recording we did like 40 minutes and he was we were like about to go he's like oh like another story came up and then he was like he's like oh do you guys have time can i tell this story real quick and we're like bro we have all the time in the world man like <laughs> by all means you know what a cool guy nicest guy ever man talking about you know just his mentality around fighting the discipline mm -hmm. his family uh, his beautiful wife. He has another kid now since we last spoke to him, man. Mm -hmm. You know, but uh, really, really, really just a gem on this planet, man. Yeah. Love Frank Camacho. Dude. Wish him nothing but the best. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we can get him back on the pod uh, one day, you know, but uh, like I said, very special place in my heart for Frank Camacho. Same. Always. All right. Let, let's move on before we start crying. Yeah. I already feel tears <laughs> coming on. All I right. Know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy, man. I freaking love him. <laughs> Uh, we had Alan Nascimento versus Jake Hadley. Yeah. Uh, Shoot Hadley the coming in. Yeah, Hadley coming in and um, a lot of eyes on him. And uh, He was undefeated, I mean, right? Going undefeated in? going into this. Yeah, very big on the regional scene. It's been a long time coming um, over in Cage Warriors, right? Um, and Nascimento just 
he looked so good. I mean, they both looked good on the ground. It was just, you could tell Nascento was just a level above um, yep. with the grappling. But man, what a fun grappling fight. But the thing is that, okay, there are two really good grapplers. Mm-hmm. And, and really, for me, the biggest difference is just the creativeness when it comes to yeah. the scrambles. Mm-hmm. And I'm well, thinking just... about not... Yeah, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. I cut you off all the time. Go for it. No, 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 no. Hey, dude, it's fine. Um, but uh, Nassimiano training at Shoot the Box. You mm-hmm. know who else trains there? The Bronx. The champ. Yeah, the champ, the Bronx, dude. And he's one of the most creative off his back. He's one of the most yeah. creative grapplers. He's one of the best scramblers. So you think he's picking something up from him other than the bleached hair? It's I also know. the scrambling. Yeah. Well, you he know, did a great fantastic. job of, of attacking the leg, even if you're not. We, we've talked about this before. This seems like – this really seems like the new – move at least in jiu-jitsu that's going to take a while for people to catch on but um going for leg locks uh even if you don't get them you get the sweep and just diving on leg locks from positions just so that you can take advantage of, of the opportunity and, and force them to react because you have to react to it oh yeah you can't you can't just be like ah, i'll leave that in there for a second like you have to immediately address it and then you can get the sweep and he did that multiple times in this fight um I really, really liked Hadley's third round. Fantastic third round from him. Yeah. Because going into it, you know, I need a finish. And he is trying to get that finish. You could tell he was trying. But uh, Nascimento just had, was too much for him on the ground. You know? Yeah, that, that, that's a great call on the uh, the leg locks. And uh, I think of leg locks very much like a, like a Kimura. You uh-huh. know, when a lot of people are, are on their back and they're going for a Kimura. Mm-hmm. It, it's rare when they land it. Yeah. But a majority of the time it can turn into you having the ability to stand up. Oh yeah, definitely. Cause you sweet. have to address it. Yeah. So and it's uh, not like it's jujitsu where you can just grab your own gi and just be like, well, go ahead and try. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that was always so frustrating. <laughs> just the worst dude. You lock it up perfectly. Like, here we go. And then you crank and then, and then the gi kind of moves. With I'm just it, holding onto like, my oh, pants. Shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, although one time, uh, when we're rolling, and I Christian, shout out Christian, caught me on the Opus? the, the Kimura, yes, and nice. he did a very good job of cranking it and sliding into a better position, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'll be able to escape this, and I was like, oh wait, no, no, oh. <laughs> my my arm's about to tear off right now yeah. <laughs> if I don't tap. So it was <laughs> it was pretty painful, uh, but no, yeah, uh, it was a fun fight. Nice to somebody to keep an eye on. Nineteen and six definitely. now, definitely, definitely, and. And uh, coming off the Contender Series, right? Yes. Where, is that where I saw him before? Because I don't think I've seen I, him I think fight it was in the UFC before. Nascimento coming off the Contender Series, and uh, and Torres coming oh, off the Contender fought, Series. Oh, he fought Ulenbekov. That was a crazy fight too. Um, and then the oh, so Torres fight. is one coming off of the Contender Series. Was Torres? it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Torres. Was Torres. Was. Yeah. All right, but Nascimento definitely fun to look for. Like to see DeBronx in the corner too. You could tell. I mean, like you said, what a wealth of knowledge. He'll um, be a coach one day. He was super oh, yeah. vocal, super active during during the coaching mm-hmm. in the corner. So I loved it. Yeah. Uh, we had a uh, Vivian Araujo versus Andrea KGB Lee. What a first round, dude! Hey, that KGB combo. Lee getting busted up real quick. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could tell Araujo. I mean. She was cracking, dude. Cracking. Like she had the uh the blood that just like streamed just so, like right down the center and it gave her like the Charlie yeah. Kaplan. Yeah, yeah. That you know what I mean? That. But uh Yes, I, there I was, was very a, conscious of what I called it. Yeah. There was um <laughs> there was a moment where they were talking about it and they're like, Man, Angeli really sitting down on her punches and I was like, it, I'm not seeing that at all. I I was thinking Ar- Araujo was was uh was sitting down on her punches because they would trade jabs and you could see the difference, man. But then oh, in the first, yeah. in the first they both landed and and she dropped Ariujo and oh my god, she missed the knockout by this much, yeah, by this much. Because instead of kicking her straight on the chin, kicked her just straight to the throat. Could not have been, could not have been good. Uh, but I mean, she's <gasps> getting up from the knockdown and she timed it perfectly, right? Holly Holm, Ronda Rousey, like you see it all the time, right? Yep. Throws the high kick perfectly, and it just eats her straight on the throat. Just shin across the throat. Um, but <laughs> I know when I, mean, I saw that, nasty. I was like, that must have hurt. Like, I would have been like, eh. 
just out. Oh, it's, it's just... <laughs> not being able to breathe for the next like two days. Yeah, dude. She's lucky that didn't do like internal damage, man. But uh man, auto emotional damage instead, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean so impressive though. Araujo. Impressive. And and the thing is Araujo so much faster. That that was the thing. She's just much more explosive. More explosive, faster. And Andrea Lee, when she was catching her with those big rights, I felt like she was hurting her more. The, the difference was the, the jab. When when Adahujo was stepping in with the jab, I felt like it snapped it more. She snapped it more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it came to the straights, I feel like uh, Lee had a little more more power in, in her shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, the corner work. <laughs> was, is, this was what you, it, is this what you were talking about when you were like, we'll this refer was that, back what to this? This was what I was talking about earlier, yes. Uh, yeah. Was it... <laughs> It wasn't Andrea Lee, right? The corner where they were getting a bunch of shit last time for the way that they were talking to her? No, that was Aspen Ladd. That, you're right. That was Aspen Ladd. But th- th- this time the corner apparently uh, said something about dirty dirty Brazilians. Dirty Brazilians, yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, so check it out. We've heard this before. We've heard this before, right? Like from uh, Chel Sonnen. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and and time, time. and uh, you hear it during the press conference. He's doing this in Brazil now. May, maybe it's just my bias, mm-hmm. you know, about the American gangster. Where I'm like, it's just Chell being Chell, and he's being silly. Uh-huh. You know, I I I I don't think Chell would have a camera on him, or or yeah, a camera on him, and him not know that he's being recorded. Where we we would ever hear the words. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, those are dirty Brazilians. Well, you know, yeah. What did he say? He said so. He made a statement. Uh, by the way, Tony Kelly. He said, yeah. "Cancel culture is real. What I said was real, and in the heat of battle, and in no way had any type of racist connotations meant. But if that's the way you take it, I don't give a fuck. So many people quick. <laughs> so many people quick to say racist. That shit's getting so old. My reference was to a dirty eye poke. Yeah, and look." I'm not saying he's racist at all. I don't know the guy. So yeah. I don't want to sit here and say he's racist. But I would say poor choice of words when you know, you know, like, hey, I'm probably – this is probably going to cause some issues for me, for my team, extra attention, unwanted attention to my fighter. You know, and absolutely in the heat of battle. Yeah. In the heat of battle. Um and it's it might be unfair for me to sit here and say, hey, in the heat of battle, I, I you know, like if you started fighting, Will, like would I be in the corner and then start throwing out like racial slurs? Like <laughs> okay, honestly, like like I sit like I, I feel like you'd be sitting on the stool and I would throw out a racial slur and you'd be like, what's wrong with you? I'd be like, what? Yeah. And, and then you'd be thrown from? off the rest of the fight. You go out there and get <laughs> <Yeah>. knocked out. <laughs> True. But, uh, that's a good point. You know, uh, it's just it's I don't know. It's weird that that's the go to. Yes. That's the thing. I saw someone comment like, "Why didn't you just say like that dirty fucking bitch or something like that?" That would have been better. Would have been much better. Because now you got a bunch of Brazilians like, "Hey, man." Yeah. I I don't go around poking everybody's eye, you know. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Hey, how about that takedown after she got high kicked? Yeah, she got high kicked and she gets back up and just, dude. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of my favorite fight of all time. Frankie Edgar, Gray Maynard, too. Oh, my and God. One where, of the best fights ever, yeah, for sure. Gray Maynard just put the beat down on Frankie, and then the next round, Frankie comes out. He's, like, clearly concussed and, like, bobbling around and stuff. And then they clinch, and he just picks him up and slams him. And I was like, this man is not human. He's not if human. anybody hasn't seen the Edgar Maynard series. What was that? Was that UFC 124 or 125? Oh, shit, I don't even remember. It's it forever ago. Yeah, UFC oh, 125. Young, uh Man, Chris Levin got knocked out right before that. But uh, another yeah, that, story of the fight alum, Chris Levin. Exactly. But yeah, Frankie, at that point, that was uh, that was 2011. I was a sophomore in high school. Uh, I wrote an essay about Frankie Edgar after that. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so uh, was that before or after the, uh, the Gracie brothers? That was before. <laughs> yeah, that was my senior year. Be- before or after the Diaz brothers? What do you mean? Did you ever write were... anything about the Diaz brothers? Not an essay, no. <laughs> oh, that'd have been awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, before that, we had uh, Michael Johnson versus Alan Patrick. Dude, how fun this made was me so to happy. See Michael Johnson in there again, and to Dude. see vintage Michael Johnson. His his hands and his footwork looked so fucking good, man. 
And fantastic. I mean, he's had so many fights where he's like beating the brakes off of somebody, but then gets caught and then loses. And it's like, it, it, I mean, it's happened so many times, but in this one, he just, he looked so good, man. Anytime Patrick would try to close the distance, the way he would move out of the way and circle off was so goddamn good. And he's cracking him with these hooks and then he circles off and you can see him screaming with each one. Just, I was like, God damn, dude, his hands yeah. are so good. Hopefully Amanda so Hebas uh, goes back and watches yeah. his footwork, watches his fight. Yeah, dude. Uh, but no, again, vintage Michael Johnson. And yeah. he still has a lot of pop mm-hmm. in, in those hands. Uh, he hurt uh, Alain Patrick multiple times, I feel like, yeah. within the fight. Uh, but you just, again, so happy to see him back in there. He, I, I think he really needed that time off. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. I really I mean, do. It was four in, a, four in a row, man, that he had lost. But, yeah. dude, you go down – we talk about Frank Camacho fighting killers, dude. You go down since 2013. He's fought in Joe Lozon, Glayson Tebow, Melvin Gallard, Edson Barbosa, Benil oh Dariush, Nate Diaz, Dustin Poirier, Habib, Gaethje, Elkins, Feely, <laughs> Artem Lobov. Oh, and, he fought the GOAT. Yeah. And he Artem beat him. Lobov. Yeah. But then after wow. that, Josh Emmett, Stevie Ray, Chago Moises, Clay Guida, like – God damn, dude! What a murderer's row that that Michael Johnson had to go through. That's nuts. Nuts. Crazy, but, uh, super happy for a man. Super. Yeah, happy. he looked he looked so good, dude. And you could see the relief in the in the interview. You could see that he was just like, oh, that weight off their shoulders, man. Heck I mean, he yeah. looked so that must good. Be so that much pressure, beautiful. Man. That must be so much pressure. Yeah. I can only you imagine, know? man. When that's your livelihood. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Do you want to talk about John Giroba versus Hill? Um, we don't need to. Okay. We're, we're already at 47 minutes, and we got two fights that I definitely want to talk about. Tatsuro Taira versus Carlos Candelario. You've been That's talking about Tatsuro. I've been trying to tell everybody. Watch out. Did I, did I pronounce it correctly? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even practice. I'm telling everybody. He's right. so smooth, man. And, and and not just smooth, but uh, the guy is a mixed martial artist. He's not just a striker. He's not just a grappler. I mean, he is good everywhere. His transitions and his way of defending. There was a couple time, times where Carlos was trying to get him off of his back and almost turned into his guard. But then he just reaches over, pulls himself back up, and it was like, no, nope, I'm staying on your back. And then on the feet, man, he just he's so slick. He's so slick. And uh, Yeah, he's all right. He's all right. All right, dude. <laughs> I get it, man. UFC signs their first Japanese fighter, and you're like, oh, I don't know. No, man. I Look, I'll say this. I'm excited to see who, who they put up against him next. Well, he's still young, man. He's yeah. still young. This was his 10th fight. He came in 10-0. He's now 11-0. Uh, yeah. I know there's a, a lot of hype from you uh, around this guy. So I because, because of this, I'm excited to see where he goes from here. Um, yeah. like guess what I, year he was okay. born? What year? Two thousand. In the year two thousand, that's pretty cool. Hey, but uh, <laughs> so young, man. I, I I'm not gonna sit here and say like, man, I was blown away. Really? I yeah, I I'm that's not. Because then debut. I would be lying. Who but, looks that good in their debut? You know who does? Torres. Like two people. Torres Chandler. Mexico. Yes. Yes, Michael Chandler looked fantastic too. Um, but dude, again, I wasn't blown away. I, I saw this though, and I was like, "Hey, this is going to be a solid fighter." Uh, and, and if he did have one of those adrenaline dumps, because everybody says, no matter how many yeah. fights you have in, no matter what organization, your first fight in the UFC, mm-hmm. th- th- there's somewhat of an adrenaline dump. Uh, and I, I'm sure he also didn't want to lose his debut, so I yeah. just don't know how much caution was in there. But dude, I'm. I'm I, we'll see what comes of this. Here, here's what really impressed me because I know the skill set's already there. I've seen it over and over, right? His one-two is crazy. He th- he sneaks the high kick in really, really well. His grappling is good. His his ability to transition from hurting someone on the feet to just dominating them on the ground and and taking backs and slipping in chokes, fantastic. I thought Carlos did a very good job too. Very tough, very tough uh, fight that he put up. But Tatsudo, he. Uh, Everyone wants 
someone like this to come in and land that slick one-two high kick knockout, right? They're, they're looking for it. They want to see it. And, uh, I mean, instead, the guy wins all three rounds in his UFC debut, gets 15 minutes of cage time. I mean, that's so impressive to me because he didn't get the knockout. He didn't get – and when he did hurt him and drop him and he didn't get the finish on the ground, he still continued to dominate the next two rounds. Uh, yeah. Very are. impressive. I cannot believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I think part of it's just trying to piss you off too with this yeah. guy. You know I mean? It works, man. It works, man. <laughs> I've been trying to show people these people. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. All right. uh, Andre Petrovsky versus Nick Maximov. Maximov. Represent Maximov. Came in uh, 8-0. Yep. And it was was classic Maximov where he goes in for the ankle pick and holds on to that leg for dear life. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe gets into a couple scambles. Saw the hole. I think that's probably something that they trained extensively. Had to have been. I think he said that too. Yeah. He's like, we train this oh, he? all the time, and I'm yeah. He afterwards he said, uh, we train this all the time. Uh, we train this heavily for this. Uh, <laughs> we train this. Sorry, I just have to say, uh, HB Covert coming through. Fanboy alert. He says, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But uh, he said we train this extensively for this camp, <laughs> and I'm just glad that I had an opportunity to to sink it in in the fight. Uh, yeah. You know, if you're it Maximov, yeah, you, go you go back to this and you say, hey. My last fights, I won in a similar fashion. Maybe disguise some things, you know, certain yeah. ways. So th- there's things to do. Maximov, very young. Again, he's he's mm-hmm. eight and one right now. So it's there's crazy. a lot of learning to still do. Um, yeah. But I, I definitely think this was a great fight for Maximov to go back and say, hey, we, it's yeah. to the drawing board. It's not going to work every experience. single time against everybody. Yeah. I mean, the guy's 24, right? This nice. was his first loss. It's a loss that he took zero damage in. And it's a pretty big hole in his game that he can now see and adapt and recognize um, and, and fill up. But I think last week when we were previewing this card, I was like, man, it's one of those fights where guy I really like versus guy I absolutely hate. So put all the money on the guy that I hate because he's about to beat my boy. That's what happens every single time. And then here we are talking about Damn. how my boy lost to the guy. It's like I when hate. Drake puts down a bet, you know what I mean? You just know thing. to go with the opposition. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, haircut oh, on the embedded, walking out of the M. <laughs> if Will likes a guy enough, he's going to lose. Dang, man. Doesn't sound good for all the people that, <laughs> that yeah. come on the pod and we really end up liking, you know? Um, hey. But that was it. That was a card. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I just want to mention, so the Janjirova versus Hill, uh, this is the first time in a while that I saw the Janj- uh, that I saw Angela Hill fight where going into the decision, I thought to myself, well, that's a unanimous call. Yeah, Angela Hill lost that, like clearly. I I wasn't watching live, so I was getting the the Texas group chat stuff, and I saw someone was like, so and so picked Hill, and I was like, oh, did someone win? Am I missing it already? Because I was at the A's game, so I was driving home, and uh, there was like a moment where I was like about to open it and reply and be like, like Hill's probably going to win the fight but lose a split decision, (laughs) because that's kind of what I thought was going to happen in this fight. Um, that's a classic uh, hill. Yeah, happens all the time. Yeah. All right. Uh, moment of silence. Uh, only two. Uh, Lauren Murphy versus Misha Tate uh, got moved, got rescheduled, um, and Jamal Emmers versus Daniel Pineda would have been actually that's a good fight too. I would like to see that. Um, How about I'm not the sure monies? why it got canceled. The bonuses. The bonuses. We got Ryan Spann getting a performance bonus for his crazy. Uh, his fight was what nuts. Um, Congratulations on your 50 G span. Yeah, uh, Manuel Torres got a performance bonus on his finish against Frank Camacho. Ugh. Ugh. My That's heart. Even worse. Salt in the wound. Um, yeah. Chikagian versus Hebas got fight of the night, like everybody predicted. Um, well deserved. Kind of crazy to me that Michael Johnson didn't get a bonus. His knockout was fantastic. Again, we've talked about this before. We all know what you think the budget is, but we, we can't just start <laughs> handing money out to everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, but we can not We can only do three bonuses, and we can only pay for one photographer for the event. That's all we got. <laughs> hey, time's, time's been hard, dude. Yeah. Times have been hard. All right, so uh, next fights are on the 21st, so next week. And we have uh, Holly Holm is back. Yeah, Ketlin Vieira. Going up against Ketlin Vieira. Ketlin Vieira. We also have Ponzinibbio 
George's boy versus Michelle Pajeda. Man, that's a great fight. Holy shit. Todorovic is going to be back in with his... Oh, uh, Chidi. Bro, Chidi versus Dushko. That's a fight, dude. How do you pronounce his last name? Uh, and then we got Tabitha Ricci <laughs> versus... <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Eric Anders. Joe Kwani. Eric Anders versus the, the turtle, man. That's a great turtle. Or that's a great fight. The Iron Turtle. Oh, Joseph Holmes is back in. Is he? Who, what do they call him? Ugly? Isn't that his nickname? So. Ugly, Ugly Joe Holmes? Something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Parker um, Porter versus... Ooh, bro. Is that correct? Is Jelton Almeida going up to heavyweight? I did not here. know this. Well, he's fighting Parker Porter. I, I, I think it, it, they're. I think they're fighting at heavyweight. They're fighting at heavyweight, but is Almeida staying at heavyweight? Because, in my opinion, Jalton Almeida has a very good shot of skyrocketing through the rankings at light heavyweight. That guy is a freak of nature. He is absolutely incredible. Everybody, he's must watch TV. Must. And watch. then uh, let me see. So here we have Jonathan the Martinez on, on there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chase Hooper is back on here. Chase so this should be Hooper. a fun card. Dude, uh, Omar Morales versus Euros Medic. That's a great fight, too. It is. It is. Yeah, should be a fun card. Should be a fun That's card. That's a good card. Dude, Jelton right. Almeida versus Parker Porter. Holy shit. That fight and the yeah. Chidi fight, those are the those are the fights to watch. Dude, Porter, though, it, he just always surprises me. Because you see him and you're like, oh, okay, this guy's going to gas out soon. And it's just yeah. pressure, 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 volume, volume, volume. Three rounds. All yeah. the way across. Yeah. Super impressive. It's that uh, mental, right. that mental cardio. Do we have uh, anything else, Will? Is that it? Uh, seems like um, uh, as of like a couple hours ago, seems like Gregor Gillespie has been cut from the UFC. What? Yeah, no sure, not sure why, but he's been removed from the UFC fan rankings pool, which usually means they're removed from the roster. What? I mean, dude's Maybe not just fights. not active enough. He just doesn't take fights, and they're you're contractually obligated to be offered three fights every year. And hmm. I know he turned down the Saryukian fight. I know he turned down a Gamrot fight. So I I don't know. That's the only thing I could think of. Hey, dude, I just want to fishing, all right? Yeah, his last right. fight was one of the best grappling fights I've ever seen in my life. It was a blast. So all right, uh, anything else? Thank you for bearing with us on this uh, new uh, platform. Yeah, uh, a little herky jerky, um, you know. Rich holding down the fort, learning a new platform live on the fly. Hey, shout out uh, to Richie Casual. Yeah, we got a. I mean, when when is it that Richie well, man. for for a solid year? Do you know? Um, I don't, but I do know that uh, we started in June, um, so we're approaching a year anniversary of the show. Uh, I think two years. Two year anniversary um, coming up. We'll find yeah. out when Rich joined. Yeah, yeah. We, we should do a little celebration. Although I think in that time he may have just watched one fight, uh, <laughs> the, the entire time, and we have given him a list of about fifty fights for him to watch. Uh, yeah. But just a reminder to everybody, right? If you don't like watching the show, but you like listening to uh, the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Breaker. Uh, Google Podcasts, pretty much anywhere podcasts are found, really. Radio yeah. Public and all that other Everywhere. stuff. Pocket Cast. Social media, Everywhere. though. Yeah, we're at Story of the Fight on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, everywhere. Everywhere there's social media, we're Story of the Fight. Um, really appreciate we, all the support, though. Oh, dude, it's been so cool. We've been growing a lot. This this month in particular has been massive. Uh, like I said, when we started this episode, we were at 749 subscribers. We're trying to get to 1,000 um crazy crazy i mean we went from we went from goals of like let's hit 400 let's hit 500 and then it's like 750 in the span of two i mean i I remember when we're like hey we'll do a face reveal for richard casual once we hit 200 (laughs) yeah yeah you know and i feel like that wasn't that long ago no it's not it was not that long ago so I, I appreciate everybody thank you so much hopefully you enjoy the content if you think there's anything we could do to make it better Please let us know. Uh, shout out to HLB Comer for joining us live. Always appreciate your support, HLB Comer. Thank right you for joining you. me and letting me know and reminding everybody 
that that Will is just a fanboy when it comes to Ryzen fighters and one fighters. Uh, whoa, but that's whoa. all I got. Just because Tetsuda's Japanese doesn't mean he fought in Ryzen or one. Where do you fight? All these regional promotions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. And thank you for joining Story of the Fight. Let's see how the uh, how the cutaway is now.